Someone doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, to be fair, that was like a billion episodes ago that we talked no, about and that. I don't remember that, and I was there. <laughs> So, guess uh, what time it is? It's t- oh, you know what? <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta. I'm tired. Gotta go. It's it's almost midnight here. I really oh, gotta go. So I'm so hard. sorry. All right. Wait, seriously? Yeah, no, seriously. Parker, <laughs> have we ever addressed? Hold on, hold on. I, th- I was thinking about this the other day. Have we ever addressed the fact that like there will there are many many I would say over half of our episodes. Where Parker, Parker will just be, drops will the mic be and very, very closely involved with the episode, and then he's just gone, and we don't mention it. No, like, we like, or going. if you do, it might get edited out. Yeah, like we see whatever. it, and to us, it's like, fine, Parker's not here anymore. <laughs> but I just have to imagine the listeners the are, like, listening are like, what? Especially to that on guy? episodes where then I come back down, like for the last like five minutes, I'm just like. I just immediately talk. Yeah, like in the middle. Like, going you're like, like, that. Yeah, anyway, I think this. And it's like, what the fuck? It usually, it usually happens picture, when we're talking you about something. You Parker just sitting there and staring at us. Just, oh, that's so Until creepy. Until all of a sudden I think of like, oh, yeah, I agree. Like, no, my, my favorite, my favorite moments are when we're, we're, we're talking about something and out of nowhere. It's almost like mid-sentence. Parker will like look at his phone and be like, let's get up and leave. <laughs> or or Pamela will like hurl something down that the steps. The that was yeah. the well, That was when she was like sick and throwing up. Yeah, I felt Ooh. bad. So hey everybody, welcome down to the crit. Apparently, the the problem was apparently I had left my phone somewhere. It was like upstairs or oh, my jacket. Okay. So like she, I had when I went upstairs, there were like seventy text messages. It was like, where help, are you? Help, help me! Help! Everything's awful. <laughs> I need someone to hold my hair. This is bad. <laughs> oh lord. Look, no, Pablo kidding. doesn't listen. So oh, okay, cool. <laughs> right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to End of the Critic uh, Podcast, where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. This week, we are discussing the Netflix film, Children of Men. Very similar to the movie that we saw last week. Yeah, it's cool. just a great... <laughs> just really just uplifting. Uplifting, yep. a lot <laughs> of fun. Very similar, th- very similar themes. Yep, yep. <laughs> but before we get into... We, I don't, I don't want to get into... This quick about how it relates to the Lego movie, but uh, right. before we get into that, let's get into some trailers. The first trailer we saw was Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Now we probably, Matt, did you say that we did see a trailer? Yeah, we've already talked. We we've already about talked this? about this, but we didn't. Because this trailer was like this one. Yeah, like this trailer I, just came out, and and I didn't. I don't remember seeing any of this. Like no, I didn't know what the Winter no. Soldier was going to be about. And people, listen, it's 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 February, right? There's not much to talk about that I want. There's not like <laughs> I when I when I listed the trailers that we were going through, it was a struggle to find yeah. the ones worth it. I think I mentioned one where I was like, oh, a Seth yeah. MacFarlane movie. Oh God, I guess I was I like, have many I was like, I, I literally immediately went to a website. I was like. I have to find. I any knew other you. Trailers. You posted like you're a man on a mission. <laughs> I found that I'm like, uh, it's better than nothing. Here's, I guess you're like, I guess yeah. Transformers and the Seth MacFarlane yeah. movie. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta find something. Hey, I will say as an aside, since we're not officially doing it, I will say that I am halfway on board with 
the new Transformers movie. I was really hoping you'd You're go that way instead. Down. You're going to be let down. Well, no, but like if his options were either that or 10,000 Ways to Die in the West. I'm like, if oh, you're yeah, going right. to tell me, you're, I love Westerns. Even I'm like, fuck this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, this no, movie looks no. Like a travesty. Uh, I I think that the next Transformers movie could be the best one in that it won't be super super. Maybe it'll annoying. have the same effect as like Fast and the Furious, where like as they go, Maybe, yeah. you're suddenly like, wow, this is well, good. At the very <laughs> least, it's got, won't this have, got strangely it, better. It won't have <laughs> Megan Fox and it won't have right. But the problem with Fox. Transformers movies wasn't. Megan Just Fox them. and Shia LaBeouf. It uh, was, they were. A it was the disgusting big. metal vomit that happened. It was. On a, the it was. It was. Um, but um, you're both right at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. because, <laughs> oh God! Don't get no. We're talking about Captain America. You have I don't to admit. You have to admit. Optimus Prime riding that dinosaur. That uh, Dinobot. Not technically not a Dinobot. Right. The uh, what are they called? Dragonsaurus. Whatever. Whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. Fuck that whole thing. What? It's Di- going to be terrible. Dinobot. It's be terrible. No, it's not a Dinobot. It's not a Dinobot. They it's were not a called Dinobot? something. Because Dinobot was in Beast Wars. They were oh. called something. I guess I they were called remember. Dinosaur. But anyway, he's just Yeah, he's, he's riding something. It's cool. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> I thought it was Screw cool. Screw Transformers. Uh, so, no, we, we are going to talk again about Captain America because it's all we got, people. <laughs> so. <laughs> but it's a new trailer, so the check new, it out. Yeah, new trailer. Um, so not yeah. t- we're not going to talk about no, it. No, no, check, check it out. out. It's good. Check it out. It's good. Okay, next off. trailer. <laughs> hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, you already saw it? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm trying uh, to think if there's anything new to add. No, uh, no. It didn't really sh- Captain America? Show much well, new. see, maybe I didn't see the uh, first trailer we talked about. That must be it the problem. It definitely had the because, Winter Soldier. Okay, because then yeah. I, that's what I didn't see. Yeah. So I didn't see the first now, trailer. Now, okay. I think in this new trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, they do insinuate that the Winter Soldier is from his past. I think right. they yes. mentioned that briefly. Yep. Yep. They didn't mention that in the first trailer. So maybe um, that's and they do, they do really uh, uh, nail home the idea that, like, Cap is going on his own. Oh, the uh, the one thing that this trailer does have is the introduction of Falcon. That right, Falcon yeah, was not in the awesome. original trailer. No, I thought he was. No, I don't believe so because when I saw the original or this trailer, I'm like, who's the dude with the? W- oh, it's Falcon. No, oh, he was oh. he was in the first trailer though because you see him loading his wings up and. Oh, well, I didn't see him in that. I didn't recognize him then. Um but this one really does ram home the fact that like Cap's going on his own, Shield is being a dick, uh, and and again more of Falcon, which is exciting. So interestingly enough, just because it's something else to talk about, Captain America has its own like special looking IMDb yep. page. Yes, it does. It's got like a dark background it's and all different military colors and like. stuff. Yeah, it's different fonts. Weird. Wonder how they did that. But interesting. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier comes out April 4th of this year. I am really, really Can we talk about how Robert Redford's in it? I don't yep. think we talked about Yes, we did. Oh, we did? Yeah, okay. We talked about Robert Redford. There's, like I said, there's uh, not going to be a lot we can <laughs> talk about. Well, to, to be fair, uh, here's something that we talk about. Uh, the scenes that they show of nonsense happening on a highway, I think, looks better than movies I've seen where action scenes take place on a highway. <laughs> you know, like, you have The Matrix... Yep. You have the island. There's uh, Transformers. Yep. Um, there's a few others where, like, crazy, oh, oh, bad boys, too. Um, but I just think that this looked really good, and it looked very, like, fluid, where the guy was, like, jumping. He's, like, jumping on top of, like, cars and flipping mm-hmm. them yeah, and such. Yeah. And I don't know. I For me, I like 
the whole concept of crazy action happening on like a major highway where there's people are driving like 80 miles an hour. Like I always like that and I always like scenes like that, but sometimes it's like usually too it's much not or well. it's not done well. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, you know, so I, I don't know. That's something. Hey, hey folks, <laughs> just realized if you <laughs> if you like highway action if you scenes, like highway action scenes there's no, gonna be one in this movie I'm actually reading the uh, <laughs> I'm going through the IMDb don't do that if you don't know a lot about Captain America because it does give away the ending <laughs> it, no it gives away who the Winter Soldier is oh, like oh, very oh, easily oh, a Wikipedia oh, like, page like no 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 IMDb oh you're gonna IMDb. IMDb like the guy's name like it just says the, who the name. character is and who he was gotcha. in the first movie so. gotcha oh he's in the first movie well let's uh, not let's uh, not uh, go man. any more than that. I'm going to beat the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Leo, let's just move on to our next movie. <laughs> our next Yay, movie. Yay, another comic book another sequel. Another comic book sequel. Uh, so the of the am- sh- yeah, go ahead. The Amazing it. Spider-Man 2. Before I say the synopsis, Cal Gruselski, friend of the show, yeah. yes, was like yes. commentating like everything about the Super Bowl, and his comment for this was like, really? More Spider-Man? <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? I am right there with him. I kind of. Really? What? I mean, it looks good. It looks okay. good. Don't get me wrong, but th- there's been so much Spider-Man. At Parker, I know, here, but like, here's my, it's here's so my, bad, and these are and so good. Well, see, okay, no, here's the thing. Spider-Man Two. I the would argue that Spider-Man Spider- was so good. But I would argue that the best film still is the second original. Oh. I, I think there, that's a really good movie. There are parts that are good in that, but that movie as a whole is not that good. awful. Yeah, it no, the does third not one's awful. No, none of the. None of the Raimi ones. The hold second up at one. All. The second one is there's parts that are good and everything with Doctor Octopus is awesome. Well, yeah. But like anything else sucks. Well, yeah. the biggest thing. Uh, do I need to do a synopsis? It's it's Spider Man. Yeah. Parker, but I feel like this, what's that? I feel like um, this guy. The the what's ever his name? Andrew is? Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Way more encapsulates and, Peter Parker than. No, I disagree. He encapsulates Spider Man. Okay. Ooh, I think Toby okay. Maguire was a right, better but, Peter Parker. But, but I don't really care about Peter Parker, to be honest with that's, you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I mean, point. that's true. That's good a valid point. point. I, I do like the idea Spider-Man. of a spider But, okay, here's my thing. I hated the last couple Spider-Man films so much that when The Amazing Spider-Man came out, I'm like, the magic is gone for me. I don't care about this at all. Right. I still and haven't I, seen I, it yet. Yeah, I feel bad that that is the case, but I feel like it's really good. Now, though. this trailer... And this trailer almost made me want to go. Like, I will eventually go see right, The well, Amazing Spider-Man before this comes out. Yeah. Um, and you'll be happy you did. I mean, like, just as long as you wait long enough until you're not annoyed about Spider-Man, then you'll be like, oh, great. It's good. It's an actually good Spider-Man movie to start off. Mm-hmm. And then the next one's going to probably be also good. Here's my thing about Spider- uh, The Amazing Spider-Man yeah, 2, let's, though. Let's make sure we're... we're, we're uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing... The thing that you shouldn't do, and we're having often ninety work. bad guys. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Because we, we, all right. It's pretty but obvious honestly, that I think Jamie the, Fox is Electro, right? But it's, it's pretty it, but, obvious. But it's it's like it's going to be, I think, handled differently. I think in the very beginning, you're going to see Rhino, and he's going to take care of him, and then Electro will go, kind of be carried throughout, mm-hmm. and then they'll just be what's his name, just peppered in there a little bit. Because you have the green, um, green goblin, green goblin, yeah, yeah green goblin. They, it's yeah. pretty obvious because they show the glider. Right. One of the things I did notice in the background as they're going through the Oscorp building, I don't know if you noticed, it's real quick. Um, Doc Ox, uh, the um, the arm 
thing that he's like working on yeah. before it gets fused to his back, that is sitting in a glass case in the background. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think cool. from what I've read, basically this movie apparently is going to be a setup for the third one, which is going to be a true movie about the Sinister Six. Okay. Which, which is, is going to be awesome. I do I do like yeah. the Sinister Six. Yeah, so I understand that they need to get a lot of villains out of the way if they're going to do all of them in one movie. Yes. And and I feel like getting these villains in there will put enough time between Spider-Man 2 and then you can have Venom again. You know what I mean? And then it's not going to be like, oh, it just happened. I am so pissed off still about oh, movie yeah. Venom that I don't know if I want them to try it again. Oh, it's going to be so good when they do it right. If, if they could pull it off, it would be phenomenal. I, I always liked Venom yeah, as a villain. Yeah, get someone... No disrespect to Over Grace. I don't hate him or anything, but that was, that was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> Agreed. All over Agreed. The it was like, and it was like, oh, well, we should put our faith in Raimi. We all thought Elijah Wood wouldn't make a great Spider Man. In retrospect, well, he no, wasn't Elijah that great Wood, of a Spider Man. Uh, uh, right. Whatever. Yeah. Can't remember their names. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Toby Maguire. They're basically the same person. <laughs> <laughs> They're basically. No, when you no, really think Toby Maguire and. Topher Grace are basically the same yeah, person. That's they the are other super reason. the same person. I, just not even, I easily get them. Anyway, it's not, it's not worth talking about. We all know how no. bad yes. Venom was. Ugh, but so Amazing Spider-Man 2 looks actually good. Yeah, I mean, the, the trailer was enough for me to think, like, maybe I will go back yeah, I'm sure and I'll revisit enjoy it. the Amazing I'm Spider-Man. Because so. Spider-Man, I went back and I rewatched the first, the Raimi Spider-Man, the first one. Because I remember liking, kind of liking it. When it first came out, it's not that bad. And no, no, I, I turned it off. I turned it off. I couldn't. I couldn't. But the, sit the first it. one, when I saw it at the time, you in also theater, at the time, it was fine. It was fine you also theater, have to remember. Holds up horrible. Oh, you yeah, also have to remember yeah. that's pre Marvel yes. Studios. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Marvel Studios changed the way superhero movies should be done. Oh yeah. no, no, I'll agree with you entirely. Um, so, so back then, that that kind of superhero movie, we were glad to get that. Right, we were like, wow, exactly. this is actually not super super schlocky, and right. it looks good. Yeah, they this actually isn't, spent this money isn't on Batman it. and Robin. Yeah. it's right. automatically amazing. So, <laughs> so. but yeah, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Two comes out uh, May second. So there we go. All right, all right, moving on to our next segment. We have uh, two boomstick. <laughs> you have to let the clip play, Parker. You can't say the clip. God. Boomstick. It's this is my boomstick, not just oh. boomstick. Anyway, we got holds up the gun. Boomstick. This is my broomstick. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Uh, we have. Two shotgun reviews hitting you with both barrels today. <laughs> Double barrel <laughs> shotgun reviews. <laughs> so, all right. The first uh, shotgun review, everything is illuminated. A young Jewish American man endeavors to find the woman who saved his grandfather during World War II in a Ukrainian village that was ultimately raised by the Nazis with the help of an eccentric local. This I I read this book and then I saw this movie. Um, I am a big fan of books. <laughs> it seems like it seems like you would rather do a book cool. podcast than a movie. No, but cool this, this, like is a, this is this is this is a movie that succeeds in being a movie based on a book. It it doesn't do it a disservice in any way, shape, or form. And I highly recommend if you see it first, 
you can still read the book. It'll still be great. It's a great book. And I, I really like this movie a lot. The The thing that's great about the book, though, is entire chapters are written in the broken English of the one oh, guy. Really? And his, his guide. It's like yeah. every every other chapter is like a short chapter, and it's written from his perspective. And it's amazing because it's just like, oh, yes, a premium so much. So like it's so yeah. bad. He like does not know English at all. And he uses these words way wrong. And it's just wonderful. Also, we didn't say this is starring Elijah Wood. Maybe that's why I was thinking of him. Yeah, probably earlier. But it's it's a good, fun, like eccentric indie yeah, it's type very, film. It's quite quirky, but it's not because of its setting. That quirkiness doesn't bother you as much as this. Right. If, if this was just like another movie set in America, exactly, with a exactly. bunch of hipster kids, like it's just uh, Toby Maguire. Dang! Topher Grace. No, Topher Grace. Wow. It's just Topher Grace. <laughs> oh, okay. No, hey, Elijah Wood. Don't talk, Chris. All okay, right. so yeah. Oh, I'm gonna talk. Chris is gonna be like Elisha Wood. Finally, finally, it's <laughs> my time to shine. <laughs> no, so no, I at least know. It's just Elijah Wood, who's this like right. quirky American guy amongst a bunch of like super, <laughs> super like. Eastern European people. Yeah, it's just super Eastern European. But it's great because it keeps... Ha- like, the whole thing is he's, he's like, just trying to trace his family history, and he keeps cutting back and forth, and and I, d- I really liked the, you know... It's like, that. that's a story that you don't hear as much when we talk about World War II is, um, you know, like, you know, most World War II movies are stylized, and it... Or, it's about America and you and Germany fighting, and it's always right. like set in the war parts. Whereas this is like all the crap that was happening in Eastern Europe, like mm-hmm. that's awful and and t- terrible. And like, so you know, it's 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 neat. Like when they kind of go into that stuff, and and it's kind of you know heartwarming and fun and quirky and great. And also, I, I didn't it. I didn't know this until reviewing it. Now, uh, this was directed by good old Sabretooth himself. Leave Schreiber. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at That's that. right. He did say that. And I wondered. I was like, I don't remember seeing him in the movie. Yeah. Who? Oh, that's funny. Is, I, he must be really into this, like, Yeah, because he, def- he was in Defiance. Defiance. Yeah. Yep. So. That's true. That's, that's interesting. That is I, cool. I really like Leaf Schreiber. He's a cool yeah. guy. He's yeah, cool. he is. He's cool. So, um, yeah. Yeah, check out Everything is Illuminated. It's not uh, available on Netflix Instant, but uh, I'd imagine it's available in... Uh, other formats as far as streaming is concerned. It was on Netflix, I believe, because I think that's yeah. how I watched it. Yeah, oh, okay. it was at one point. But so maybe it'll more. come back. Yeah, it could come back or uh, through iTunes movies or uh, Amazon Prime. So check that out. The next uh, shotgun review that was requested. <laughs> Boom. Boom um, VHS. Making my sound clip invalid. Uh, VHS. Yes, VHS, the first one. Nice. We will review the second one at some point, but not right now. Okay, um, I'm not going to go over the synopsis. Yeah, don't read it's, the synopsis. It's too, it's too hard to explain. Like, it, it's it, a bunch of easier. stories. Yeah, it's basically like this meta film within films. Yeah, where it, the the overarching storyline is a bunch of guys are hired to break into someone's house to retrieve a single a VHS, VHS tape. Right, and when they get there, they find like. Hundreds of them, right? And they're all these awful, crazy stories, yeah, psychotic stories. stories. And then you end up watching 
five of them. Right. Uh, and continually cutting back to them, rifling stu- through stuff. Right. So And they're shot like, and it's very like found footage, like the, the, the stories. Yeah. Because the, the whole idea is it's what was recorded onto a VHS right. tape. So it's like whatever. So, I mean, I, I, I would like to go, because it, it would take too long to do all five stories, right. but the ones that really stood out to me was the... Um, uh, oh, I'm crap. not gonna remember the names. Just say what that happens in them. Well, there's the um, first one where these three guys meet a young girl the and one, they like the bring her back. To, yeah, bring her back to yeah, the that hotel. One is, like one it's of my favorites. So I think fucking creepy. <laughs> I don't want to spoil creepy. it, but no, it's yeah. scary as hell. Yeah, it's, uh, good. And it's, it's like the first one that comes out mm-hmm. of the gate. Yeah, it really set the tone like way like set the bar. In my opinion, a little too high. Yeah, because the other so ones good. that follow were pretty rough. Because uh, yeah. then there's the one, the second honeymoon one, which mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy. And there's one called Tuesday the 17th, which kind of makes fun of slasher films, which I didn't like that one either. Right. But then there's one called The Sickest Thing That Ever Happened to Emily When She Was Younger. And it's this one that it takes place entirely over Skype um, about this girl who's like sick and she's losing time and tracking. But like... She, the only person she talks to about is her boyfriend. Right. Who's, they're in a long distance relationship yeah. and he's a doctor. Yes. And so he's trying to like tell her like, you know, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. And then like when the truth comes out, it's like, what <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. It's very much like this movie is very much like uh, Twilight Zone yes, movie or whatever. Much, it's just like so. little horror stories with a little bit of a hook at the end. Um, and like I said, like like Chris said, most of them fall flat, but there's two of them. Two that of them are, are really are really, really good. Stick and, out. and overall, I think it's wor- it's definitely worth seeing. Oh, absolutely. And those two, absolutely. Those two ones that you'll that, that are great are definitely yeah. worth seeing. But overall, it's it's a fun if you're in the mood for like like if you're like if you've seen all the paranormal movies and you just want like a fun good scare mm-hmm. slash yeah. horror movie, but you're not like. You know, really interested in like having to think too much. Right. <laughs> I was really upset about the second honeymoon one because I was looking forward to that because it's directed by Ty West. I love Ty West. Yeah. Uh, and it, he really it just didn't do it for me. But no, the first one with the girl in the hotel room will just blow you out of the water. You're like, <laughs> it's just just the tone of it. it oh, it, it's, yeah, it's it's so, such a good found even footage thing. Even before the actual like the thing oh, that's yeah. supposed to be scary. Even before that, the whole time you're like. <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> These and guys need to get the hell out of this situation. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that in in this in the in all of these movies. Yeah. Where, or in all of the stories where you're like, why are these people still here? Just it's go. Almost like, it's almost like it goes downhill and then keeps going <laughs> down and never stops. Yeah, for sure. So I, I thoroughly recommend it. I do believe it is on uh, Netflix Instant. Yeah. Um. So, I think so yeah, it's so worth checking out. Like it, like you mm-hmm. said, it's. It, it's a good, dumb scare yes. movie. If you're in the mood for a horror movie and you want something that's fun, not too thought provoking, definitely, it's, it's awesome. Definitely check it out. So, all right, moving on. We saw Children of Men in 2027 in a chaotic world in which women have become somehow infertile. A former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman. To a sanctuary at sea. This movie stars Clive Owen, Michael Caine, Julianne Moore. The dude from Sons of Anarchy. Yep, the dude from the dudes from Sons of Anarchy. Also, the dude from Twelve Years a Slave. Yes. Oh, um, yep. I'm trying to remember Shuelo his name. Ejofor. 
Oh. Okay. You don't remember his name. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, right. Also, oh, the dude from Sons remember. of Anarchy and Pacific Rim's yep. name is uh, Charlie yeah. Hunnam. Yep. Hunnam? Yeah, Hunnam. So. He's great. Um, He's the biggest douche <laughs> so let's, in this movie. Let's, uh, I was let's, just so glad that I finally realized it was him. I couldn't believe when it you, when, when you, you pointed you that out. When you kept yelling, like, is that him? Is that him? Yeah, like, we stopped that, the ooh. movie. We watched this movie together again. I mean, we had all seen it previously, right. but we watched it together, and at one point, Parker was just like, I paused the movie, wait, I'm like, wait, yeah. Yeah, you I gotta look something up, and you're like, wow. Like, and and I'm like, because I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan, so I was like, that's the dude from Sons of Anarchy. And then I, I mean, obviously I know he was in Pacific Rim, but I just it kind of slipped my mind at the time. And then like they're both like, oh, okay, like I don't know why you're pausing the movie for this. But then when I'm like Pacific Rim, they're like, what? Uh, yeah, because totally. we all were saying throughout the movie, I hate this character. He's because he's such dead. an a hole. First off, if you're white and you have dreadlocks, fuck off. I don't yeah. care if it's the future. Fuck you. You know the other character that that's like this is, um, damn it, Sid. No, no, I love Sid. Sid's great. Yeah, Sid. you know, no, 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 I'm dick. thinking of an Sid's older movie. Oh, oh, gotcha. An older uh, Tarantino movie with oh, I get Gary Oldman. Oh, 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 Gary true romance. Yeah, true. Um, Gary Oldman. Gary true Oldman romance. and then a true romance. Oh, another just hell, the biggest douche, oh, white dick, guy man. with dreadlocks. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The first time when yes. I when I first saw Children of Men, the studio was 2006. I'm trying to remember where where did I did you was. see it? In I saw it in theaters with Pamela. I saw it. In I did not see it in theaters. I saw it in I theaters saw with it. good old Adam Lover. I saw it uh, on on the DVD. Um, I remember for some reason this movie was had a lot of controversy when it came out. There was people who did obviously didn't understand the plot, right? Who were going off about. Like this film is is wrong and needs to be banned and all this stuff. So instantly I was like, ooh, ooh I gotta check this <laughs> out. Um, and the very first scene, oh my god, just the opening scene where Clive Owen is getting coffee in that coffee shop, and then there's an explosion, and then you see a woman walk out, like stumble out, holding her own arm, or an arm, or just an arm, and then it goes boom, cut to title, men. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Cut am to I title. In? What am I in for? Yeah. Holy shit. This movie is not, it's not, it's not like. If you are looking for something upbeat <laughs> and, and. Or just, have, or just like, just like, like, um. Relaxing. Sugar-coated in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Right. Yeah. This, like, everything Nothing. happens, it will happen. Like, there, there. And it gives you no rest. No. No rest it, it whatsoever. Ramps, it keeps ramping up the One of the things that you said while we were through. watching, you were like, I forgot how exhausting this film it is. It is. It really is. And Parker noted just simple things oh. that make it so exhausting. For a while, Clive Owen, the... the main character in this mm-hmm. film the yeah. kind of w- we're following the story right. through the- him yeah, at one point for a long stretch he's just wearing sandals right flip, which just shitty like, Not even like rubber flip flops which seems like a very simple innocuous thing but when you realize <laughs> that and you realize all the stuff that he's going through and you think about the fact that he's wearing sandals you're just like that is just the worst right because this is this is like post-apocalyptic world this is like uh, you know, not as extreme, but like the road in that everything's just 
terrible. There's still a society, and just, right, but it's still awful. Society. It's, it's awful. coming apart at the seams. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and a lot of it takes place in like some of the 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 more like forgotten about places, and so they're just de- littered with. Well, I mean, like, like a good <laughs> a good twenty minutes of the film takes place in almost a concentration, yeah, like camp. a concentration or a ghetto, slash a ghetto, a ghetto, a ghetto project, yeah. yeah, some sort of crazy project refugee thing. I, I think it's we're like, very, like it's oh, very I, much parallel my to the family's Jewish going ghettos. to sleep yeah, in yeah. this burned out room. Um, but that, then he's so like, and he's like running with just flip flops, and yep, you're like, yep. come on! <laughs> this movie has so many scenes of just you going like, oh, uh, just please just. A break, please. Yeah. And then when Some... they do give you a break, the the worst part is that you know <laughs> it's because something much worse is coming. Much worse is coming. It's when you're in a game, you're in, like in Resident <laughs> Evil, and you find a chest that gives you like a rocket launcher. <laughs> you're like, and damn instead it! Instead of being like, yes, this is awesome, your immediate feeling is just like, oh ah, no, exactly. oh no, no this is what am so... I gonna have to fight now? <laughs> It's I'm so not true. Ready. I don't have any health. <laughs> you just it's walk into a room. Bad. You just walk into a room and there's just like health boxes everywhere. And you're like, sweet. And then you're like, wait, there's a little bit too much ammo here. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh oh. What's coming? <laughs> no, there because there's that scene um, when they're at the the farm yeah. and everything's supposedly great and wonderful, and then Clive Owen wakes up and hears all this shouting, and you're like, <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no! And then everything <laughs> after that is just yep. terrible. Yep. yep, and it just gets worse. And some worse of the and worse. darkest because I don't want to get into spoilers, but some of the darkest imagery in this movie is very subtle. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Michael Caine points out that the government at this point, everything is so terrible yeah. in the world that the government is literally selling and advertising suicide suicide kits, kits. right? Yeah. Called Youth- quietus, yeah, Youth- basically euthanization yeah. kits. Yeah, and it's exactly. like. Like die in your own way, yeah. or like it's your choice. Die, yeah, it's your choice. I think yeah, that's the, the slogan for it. It's your choice. Just because the world is that, because it's like why, awful. why bother? Right. Like why, why bother to keep people alive when it's gonna? It's actually going to help the people that want to stay alive. If you if die, we just let yeah. the people that don't like kill themselves. And then off. it has like 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 uh, uh, in simple scenes where Clive Clive Owen's character is just walking to work and he's walking past people like. The the they're rounding up oh, um, yeah. Not, refugees. Uh, yeah, refugees. Basically, that aren't British. this is set. Yeah, that's set in England, and like somehow England figured out a way to kind of keep things sort of of sort of a society. Yeah, most other countries have fallen into fallen, just crazy yeah. chaos, and so. One of the things, one of the ways they enact this Did is we by say strong arming, yeah. like the uh, the concept of, of like refugees stay in out. You know, yeah. So basically, you're not, if you're not a, a nationalized British citizen, they're rounding so, you up and kicking you out. Yes. So there are scenes where he's walking past people just stuffed in cages. Yeah. Yeah. Just like begging, just, begging in every language imaginable. Yeah. Just, did, did we? I, I did say in the synopsis, it's a chaotic woman in which women have uh, a chaotic world in which women have become yeah. yes. infertile. But I want to be clear that, that yes, this is the this is the origin of why the world has gone to shit. Right. But we don't know why it happened. Right. No. Yeah, and they no they point, say about that a couple of times. Yeah, like, at, at we no have no point idea why is this any is explanation given, and it's no, it's not really a spoiler to say uh, Alfonso Cuarón doesn't give you an explanation. No, right. No, at um, no point are you ever told why women can no longer have right. children. Yeah, and it, I mean, you know, it's like it's like left up to, okay, the world's horrible, there's pollution, there's stress, there's whatever. Who knows? But something happened. Something happened. Yeah. And and it's like like amazing what like again, like this movie has a lot of like 
great details in the storytelling. And like at one point in in one of the one of the few calms before another storm, they are sitting in a school that is just abandoned. Yeah. And you realize, well, yeah, of course. Like once everybody got out of school, the last kid got out of school. What? There's no reason. Yeah, there's no. They, they like, do state that there has not been any children for 18 years. Right. So like the yeah. the youngest person was 18, and like whatever that was what was going on. So like all the schools are just like these ruins, and like playgrounds are unused, and they're in this thing. And the woman who used to be a prenatal doctor or, or a nurse or nurse, whatever, yeah. she starts talking about how like, yeah, you know, I was looking at my chart. We had a bunch of miscarriages the one day, and then the next day we had like double that and i was like what and then we i looked at my chart and i realized that there were no pregnancies scheduled for like months so i called my friend here and i called my friend here and they started calling each other all these nurses and realizing when she what when she describes that scene it makes me think of the most effective like zombie films yep when they describe the outbreak yep only it's Worse. Oh right? yeah, it's, yeah. It's worse because it's exactly. like you. There's no tangible thing. There's no up oh, arising of the dead. Right. That's causing there's nothing the to fight. It's just the end of life. <laughs> right. End. You're yeah. literally just seeing the end of life happen. Oh my god. And it's just the most devastating this thing to hear super, her talk about that. This movie, I, 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 I did say that when when we were watching it, I said this movie reminded me so much of uh, the beginning of Half Life Two. Yes. yes, right. Because in Half Life Two, they do have this thing where the 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 um, combine, the combine, yeah, the, the alien forces have erected some kind of field that where people can no longer have children, so there right. are no kids. Right. And there's one scene in Half Life Two where you walk past a uh, an abandoned school and an abandoned playground, and you hear like the echo of children playing, but then it goes away, and like. <laughs> The, and this exactly. movie kind of has that same same feel of just like yeah Ugh. right and Everything, and it's yeah. and it's twenty twenty seven so it's like not so far in the future that a- any other crazy stuff is happening like right. it's still very realistic all the technology in this is stuff that I think we have something right similar very. to like like the car I remember seeing oh the cars have these weird heads up displays not realizing the cars have had a heads up display right. since. The nineties, you just have to afford one that right. has it, yeah, and nobody wants them because they're a pain in the ass. But like, right? Um, yeah, it's not that it's not that hard to imagine, uh, like a HUD on your windshield within like five ten years being fairly standard. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, exactly. Oh, okay, it's probably if people if there was a demand for it, they would right. have it now. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. And it's just it's just the idea that like. I really like the idea of just like civilization slowly crumbling, because mm-hmm. the the one thing that I uh, when when I watch post apocalyptic films, it's always the okay society has crumbled. It's either the aftermath. Yeah, it's always right. the aftermath. Right. This is a movie where this is taking place in the the. It's kind of the middle. crumbling. Yeah. It's yeah, because like, it's not like it's not set when the women started miscarrying and yeah. then they realized that pe- women weren't having babies. It's, it, it's almost like. People are are coming to grips with like, oh, we're done as a society. Like we're done exactly as a species. We're finished because, as you pointed out, there are still like they they show kittens and baby uh, like lambs. They show like baby animals. So animals can still have you know offspring. Humans are done. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah. We were actually we were actually talking about how there's a scene where 
uh, a kitten was just like they playing with Clive Owen. Two yeah. Clive Owen's t- and at first we were just like, why well, do they keep showing yeah, that? And then, you and then it, it dawned on me, I was like, it's because it's a kitten. Right. And they, they're, there ain't we don't, no way we don't that... have that version <laughs> yeah. of things anymore. There ain't no way that cat's 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie is, uh, from a technical side, uh, just phenomenally shot. Um, yeah. The edited everything, edited like all that so stuff. so well. The sound is so, so good. Sounds great. The, 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 the lighting is phenomenal. One of its most hallmark features in terms of editing are some of these long, really long. long Didn't you say cuts. the one is something like 12 minutes? Let me, I actually looked it up. I have it uh, here. There, there, there's, this, there's this battle scene that is all <laughs> one cut, and it is yeah. so... yeah. Nerve-wracking. Okay. Children of Men used several lengthy single-shot sequences in which extremely complex actions take place. The longest of these are a shot in which... Well, yeah, well, I don't how, we're gonna, we're gonna, no, I don't. I don't want to get into spoilers. You don't spoilers a lot of people I've talked to have not seen that. this film, but I just want to uh, know, like, how long? How long was it? Well, the longest scene, the battle scene, is four hundred and fifty-four seconds, which. Doing a little math there. Comes out to almost eight minutes. Eight solid minutes. Eight minutes. Eight of full screen minutes time. of screen time. With there's, uh, there is now, no cut. Now, the, these sequences undoubtedly were very difficult to film, although the effect of continuity is sometimes an illusion aided by CGI effects. Yeah. So, but I'm fine with it. It like, wasn't necessarily literally there, they shot enough... that thing right. just a guy with a camera. Oh, but, well... Long, long shots like that are really great and interesting, but the com- the, the the complexity of what he's doing on yes. the camera, there is no way you could do eight minutes of that solid. Right. There's too many explosions. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you had to shoot it again, off, you'd be like, you'd be done. Okay, like we destroyed that budget. building. What right. else can we right. do? No, they definitely had to uh, paste that together with some CGI. And I'm fine if that's how you're going to use CGI. Right. I'm fine with but, that. But the fact of the, the remains, it's like that. It, even if you had to, you know, trick the camera, whatever, the fact that you had a shot that looked as if you didn't cut is still an amazing effect. Like, yeah. And because you're, just you as realize, yeah, you realize that you haven't gotten a different angle. Like you're just like going and, it, and like after the first minute or two, you start to like, kind of like lose the idea that you're watching a movie and start to think about it in terms of just like like a first person point of view exactly where you're just kind of following behind them and you you start to like get that when you don't constantly cut you know all over the place um compare that to i mean uh, a completely different style of film but like uh uh the filming styles of like michael bay who can't hold a shot for more than six <laughs> seconds. And that is not hyperbole. Right. I actually sat and watched Transformers 2 and counted the seconds, and I don't think there was a single shot more than six seconds long. Compared to that style, to this, I think this right. is much gets a much better reaction from the, well, the and audience. And, and, yeah, it just makes things so tense at times. Yep. Absolutely. Because, again, it's that concept of you're not getting relief. Right. You're not even getting the relief of, this is a movie, let's cut to this thing over right. here. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you're going to be here. You're along for this You're ride. here with these people, and you're sticking fucking with it. Yeah. Sorry, you get to be with them for this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's one scene early on like that we t- that I talked about like when it was coming up. When we were, t- we were sitting there, I'm like, oh, this scene's coming up soon. And it's like, it's just set 
where they're just trying to get a car started and and they're being chased and it's just like it, it it's that's like the beginning of when it's the most tense imaginable and it never stops from that point on but it's like oh, come on come on come on like everything's going wrong you know and you're just like but that, that scene is a perfect example of what makes this movie so interesting yes. is that 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 scene is so tense and so just ah, it also has some legitimate laughs Mm-hmm. Like this movie yeah. is not a comedy, no, not no, even close. No, but there are some very funny moments in it that are meant to be funny, mm-hmm. um, and it just adds to the tension of it. Yeah, because it's like you laugh for a little bit, and you're like, "I'm still here." Yeah, yeah. there's that <laughs> um, one. There's a one specific spot where Clive Owen's like, oh, I, I, "I don't want to get into it because of spoilers," but like, right. there's one. There, there are several spots where you're like, "Okay, the situation is not funny, but that was funny." Yeah. <laughs> One of the other things that I don't I don't think I've said this yet. This this is one of my favorite movies. Like it, if I had to construct that's a, that's a well deserved favorite movie. If, too. if I had to construct a top ten, it would be on there. Definitely. It's certainly one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies of I'd the two thousands. Um, another thing that I love about it is the music. Oh yeah, yeah. You have <laughs> great soundtrack. Dude, when the I one think, part uh, when Michael Caine puts on that Zen, oh, yeah, oh <laughs> little Zen. Well, music. yeah, and that's not even like part of the soundtrack. No, but that's yeah, just but great. that's just so funny, and it's like this. It's like you know, it's, it's the future, and so like at one point, Michael Caine is just like a crazy like like hippie pothead, yeah, just like crazy activist guy, <laughs> puts on this like it's like techno metal. And it's also just people screaming, like, <laughs> like literally screaming, like not using like screams screaming. as as like the, the 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 instrument. Yeah, and it's just like. So, so weird, fun. but yeah, the actual there. soundtrack's amazing. The, yes. Yeah, because I know I mean, it has because like King you have Crimson. Yeah, you have King Crimson in there. Um, you have some Deep Purple towards the beginning. Yep. Uh, yeah, Stranglers might be in there. Radiohead, the Beatles, and then you also have these great classical pieces that he mixes in. Yep. Uh, the this movie actually made me listen to, and I still love him. Uh, the classical composer Krzysztof Penderecki, ah, which okay. is the music that you hear as they are emerging into that really long cut out of the tunnel. Mm, the yeah. strings. Yep. Yep. Um, just the most terrifying music that I've ever <laughs> heard. Absolutely, yeah. And it, it t- totally sets the tone for what's about to happen in that scene as it's just droning throughout it. And there's just so many, like... And yeah, the music's just one part of it. And we were talking earlier about how, you know, this movie is not for the faint of heart. It's bleak. It yeah. is oh, a very bleak... This is not a movie where I would recommend... Like, there's a lot of people but, who are like, don't see this film. But because you would not be able to handle this it. This would not be... This is one of my favorite films of all time. The Road is not. Right, right. And here's the big difference. Yes. This, as bleak as it gets, as dark and disturbing and just ridiculous, like I want to kill myself as it gets, it has hope in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It never loses sight of the fact that there is like well, hope that's the amidst whole, all the this whole darkness. Point, yeah. The whole yeah. point of them when, when, when they find this woman is like, she is quite literally our only hope. Yeah. Right. Whereas the road, there is no hope. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, or maybe in the movie version, there's like a little bit, but it's you're yeah. still like, ugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that same thing happens in the book, but like, yeah, it's just a small sliver. And even that, you're like, 
I don't know that that's hope or not. Like, that's not I, really who hope. knows? Yeah, this is actually like yeah, the, and and it's just them like let us. We have to do anything we can and sacrifice anything we can to preserve this tiny sliver of hope for yeah, our it's, species. Okay, so uh, in what we were just talking about with shot length, I just I just found a really cool website or, or an article okay. that uh, was written up on uh, this press play uh, blog. Uh, and you know they're talking about children of men um, because it, when gravity was coming out, um, suppose like this is before uh, it came out, so they weren't the person hadn't seen it yet. But like the opening take is seventeen minutes long; it's like right. a single shot when wow. they're like up there. I didn't yeah. really Jeez. realize that it never. You don't really notice cut. it at first, but yeah, like when they just keep panning around and showing them working, like up in space and talking. It's all one shot. It well, just you keeps know, panning around. You know what? The well, only time that I've seen uh, stuff like that in, and I guess I kind, I kind of thought this the first time I watched too, is that the only time you really see that kind of stuff much is more in video games. Yeah. Right, When right. you're in like almost like a first-person video game and you're seeing everything unfold, and there's obviously there's no cuts. Right, because it's you. Right. Okay, so, so we have... In Children of Men, we have a, a three-minute and 19 scene when Key gives birth. We have the roadside ambush for minutes, seven seconds, and then the final battle, seven minutes, 34 seconds. Um, overall, the the average shot length for the film is uh, 46 seconds. That's, that's pretty ridiculous. For every that's shot. pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's when an eternity right. I mean, for that's, modern film. That's movie. average, right. Okay, so comparably, Michael Bay's Transformers, three uh, three average, three second average shot length. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, oh my god! Yeah, uh, Inception three point one. Yep, yep, yep. Three point one. But it's I really do, not. It's Christopher not Nolan does bother me with that. It's not surprising when you think about it. Just think about the average movie and how much cutting there is. Yeah, it's, it's so, so it's much. It's pretty cutting. much par yeah. for the course. Um, we have Drive, which we can all admit that Drive was like a slower pace. Yeah, very film. slow right. paced film. Seven seconds per shot. Really. Like still wow. seven seconds That's, per that, shot. I thought. I Jeez. thought so. So then they have a list of uh, the the top, like just kind of. I'll just go through this, but it's basically that from the highest to the and on. Well, the first one that blows everything else away is Rope by Alfred Hitchcock. If you don't know that it's movie, it's one shot. It is. It's basically one shot. There, technically, he People did. He did a couple. The... He did a couple things where he made it a like more, less one take, but this, the whole movie. Like if you're looking at it from a technical aspect, was three like takes, right. but hmm. it's shot as if it's one take. Wow! Do you know what I mean? That's how so it looks. Like people pass, yeah, in front or of the, the door closes and, and reopens. The, yeah, that's but when it's the cut like, is made. Right, exactly. So whatever. So that one's four hundred and thirty-three seconds Jeez. average shot length. Oh, Cloverfield. That one had twenty-eight point nine. Makes sense. Yeah, twenty-eight point nine. But seconds. Children of Men, you said is forty-seven. Yeah. Uh, it's. 40, I think it says 40 seconds. Yeah, 45 seconds. Jeez. That's, that's, yeah, that's children incredibly long. That's ridiculous long. to think about. What's the shortest? I, I would just love to hear um, what the shortest one is. I think that I think they didn't really go to the shortest, but I think okay. Michael Bay and Inception is, is their end of the spectrum of just short. But they said that scholars have documented how over the past 30 years, cutting in Hollywood films has gotten faster, resulting in average shot lengths of under five seconds. Like, So that's the normal. So yeah, foreign films are pretty much the only place where you get those lower, right. slower ones. But yeah, but like, it's funny to, to say, because when you look at a movie like Drive, as compared to like Transformers, 
you're like, oh, drive so slow paced. So slow paced, yeah. And it's like seven seconds. But like, a slow paced wow. movie, even slow paced so movies, yeah. you usually have a, a lot, lot of cuts. Of yeah, because yeah. even though he's Think sitting about... there in his car, they cut to his hand on the wheel. They cut to his face. Right. They cut to him looking it's back. Almost like, cut... It's almost like Hollywood is afraid to just let a scene unfold, unfold yeah. in front of you without. No, you're going to lose them. You've got to keep going. You're going right. to lose the audience. Think about um, think about how crazy that is, though. On the, on average, this in this film, you have to wait three quarters of a minute till the camera switches. Yeah. Like, just, just picture yourself sitting and looking at something for 45 seconds and think about how long that seems. That really is That's long. how patient this movie yeah. is. And And there's so much going on that you don't, notice it right away no like i didn't i didn't think about the camera cuts until like the second time i saw it Mm -hmm. and i'm like dang i think the only yeah i think i think i only noticed the battle scene towards the end and even then it was something where like i think i kind of ascertained it but then i read about it and i was like oh yeah that was really all one oh my gosh that was really all one shot jeez okay so uh here's just i found that the the website that the article talks about is called cinemetrics database you need to go check out this website it's basically uh the list is 139,000 films damn but it includes things like um like music videos and stuff, like a, like because basically it's like user submitted. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so it's like a Wikipedia page almost. Yeah, basically. But if we're looking at like if I if I sort by the average shot length, there are there's a lot of music videos. But let me see if I can find a, an actual one. Okay, so born ultimatum it says one second wow that can't be right that can't be right okay let me go to like when it looks like normal people posting okay here we go casino royale 2.1 is that right uh, i don't know it's been a while since i've seen casino royale i'm gonna have to rewatch it i mean mean, well there was a lot of fast cuts in casino royale though anytime you get an action a modern day action film you're gonna get quick cuts and it's a real kind of pain because that's what modern day filmmakers are like well this is how we do action now so it's really upsetting wow this website's crazy <laughs> i'll have to check that there's out. a there, there's this is all the data in these tables is for complete length of films taken between the directors um it's like this has like how many pans in a movie how many tilts how many pans with what? tilt that's how many crazy. tracks? How many tracks with pan? How many crane shots? How many zooms? I just want to know who sits and counts all this crap. I, apparently, that I guess they have a, a measurement software. Oh, okay. that you can that actually just run a a, 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 a a movie through, and then and it'll it just calculate it for you. Well, that's yeah. good. But yeah, look, like the Avengers two point eight, Social Network two point eight. Oh man, I mean that's, that's nuts. That's, that's so short. Okay, I'm going to go to the other end. Kill Bill Volume One. No, that can't be. Two hundred and fifty-seven seconds. No, no. what? Well, that's a bunch no. of crap. What? Bunch of crap. Although it wouldn't surprise me if t- some of Tarantino's movies would be up there because he has those long shots of just people talking. Right. Um, but two hundred. No, that's that's way too long. It's it's this, this is crazy. Stuff. Anyway. Anyway. Again. I don't know. I don't well, know let's, what else uh, to say. Let's say I don't know. It's a great movie. Know. It's a great movie. Yeah. Let's uh, let's put a rating on there. it. Uh, I would give it uh, five out of. Five um, references that only people that went through a serious prog rock phase will get throughout this movie. (laughs) 
Because apparently Alfonso Cuaron is a bit of a prog head himself. Seems so. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a three out of three factions battling over one infant. <laughs> Not wait, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm unbeknownst to some. Yeah, of them. They, they, they don't. They don't quite know that what they're yeah. doing. But it, one yeah. that is, we were talking too that that's like some of the craziest scenes you'll get in at least it, it happens more in video games just right it's a video game yeah, type just, thing it's but where you have multiple factions that come together at the climax and are just battling and you have to go through yeah. it because that's ha- the thing clive Owen at no point he's not a soldier no, no in fact uh, I, I don't think it's a spoiler at all to state that this is a movie where he not not once does he even pick up a gun yeah um, right. Yeah. He's. I mean, he mentioned. They mentioned that he's was an activist. Yeah. Which makes you usually usually like, a, pacifist. Means a pacifist in some way, and and I no, think he really is. He really <laughs> we never, is. We never said he doesn't kill anybody though. Yeah. But no, I say, he does. Yes. He does wreck shop on one. That's true. Guy. But like, and but, in, in a way that it really <laughs> fucks him up. But uh, no, the, for for being a very violent and warlike film, our main character never once does he pick up a gun. It's very yep. interesting. So, yeah, I, I I give this a flat out perfect score. I can't think of how this film could have been improved. Speaking of funny parts, we'd be remiss not to mention good old Sid. Oh, I Sid. love Sid. Sid, even though he's an asshole, I Sid, love Sid. Sid comes at a time in the movie where you're just like, oh no, not more <laughs> bad things. And he comes out. He's in his like Humvee or whatever it's a, his a utility vehicle, the army Ew. vehicle. Put your hands on your head. Well, no, the whole thing is that the Michael Caine's character says about call Sid yes. a fascist pig. Make, make sh- and he says it twice. He's make like, sure you call, call him a fascist, a fascist pig. Yeah. pig. And when he calls he's him like, that, he's like, you're f- what did you just say? What did you say? Yeah, you he, say bring, he breaks out his nightstick, and he's like, uh, he's ready to fuck him. And he's like, ah, I'm just messing <laughs> with him. He's like, you should have seen your face. <laughs> he, takes him, he takes him to camp, and he's like, all right, everyone, put in your Fuji faces. Fuji sad, faces. Sad, sad, Fuji. sad oh, faces. Perfect. Ooh, sad faces. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Sid don't know why you want to be in here. Sid doesn't Sid know. Sid doesn't want to know. Sid don't Sid, care. Sid, Sid don't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> oh, he's oh, I love Sid, yep. So, uh, Parker, what do you want? Do, do you want to give this children out of I give it children men? out of men, yeah, yeah absolutely. Good. Very good. Definitely. Very, good. very, very great. We so. would expect nothing less. Yep. <laughs> so, um, we decided what our next I, film is. I'll give be. a child out of men. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember I'll where, give it boys next. too, man. <laughs> I give a child out of man. All right, uh, looking at our uh, calendar here, the theatrical releases are pretty bleak. Uh, so I think what we're going to do is just go with another... <laughs> in lieu of re- reviewing Lego Movie again. Yeah, you know? it's either... It's either and <laughs> if I you guys fine with Listen, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it right now. If you want us to do another review of Lego, uh, the Lego Movie, let us know on the yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and we'll go We'd more in more depth. more than happy and to. Do, and do an, uh, a spoiler Yeah, a complete spoiler everything. Episode. If that's what you guys want, Please let us know on the Facebook page. Um, otherwise, otherwise we are going to be doing uh, Bubba Hotep on the uh, for the Netflix review. Well, for a Netflix review, mm-hmm. so we'll be doing that next week. Unless you guys want us to do Lego, I'd be more than happy to do that because <laughs> I think so. we're probably all going to see. We're it. all going to see it. <laughs> so I already stated. So I'm it seeing would, it. I'm seeing it two more times. It would make it worth it, it for 3D. us even more so if we could, you know, talk about it. Oh, absolutely. So. so, all right. Well, and. Uh, as always, want to thank uh, Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remixed albums. You can get them at geekremix.com. Dabba, 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 what? 
DJ Baba Doo. It's Bobby Roberts. DJ Baba Roberts. The Baba Duke. <laughs> the com- Baba Roberts. Com- coming for the boy. <laughs> coming for the boy. Baba Baba Also, I want to take time to uh, remind people to check out. I really, uh, I really hope you listen to this show, listener, or else you don't get anything we talk about. <laughs> Could you imagine somebody coming in like, I'm just going to listen to this one episode. episode. 44. What is happening? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Baba Duke.